It's Monday, February 27th. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. The Monroe County Democratic Committee recently announced which candidates the party is backing in this year's elections. WXXI and City Magazine reporter Gino Finelli says the list of endorsements do not include some well-known incumbents. Many of these races, especially the city races, are going to be challenged, and they're going to be interesting races. Uh, The Candidates that were not designated, Mercedes Vasquez-Simmons, Carolyn Hoffman, uh, Rachel Barnhart, William Burgess, are pretty well-known figures in local politics and very vocal figures. So it is going to be an interesting primary season for the Democrats. The Democratic Committee also did not endorse anyone to run against Republican incumbent District Attorney Sandra Dorley. She is seeking a fourth term this year. New York's Lieutenant Governor Antonio Delgado and Mayor Malik Evans took part in an event over the weekend celebrating black excellence in law enforcement. WXXI's Jasmine Singer has the story. Delgado joined Mayor Malik Evans at an event Saturday held at Edison Career and Technology High School. It was put on by the Western New York chapter of the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives, or NOBLE. The mayor talked about the importance of black representation in law enforcement, noting that black law enforcement officials can serve as role models for young people of color who want to pursue the profession. In fact, Western New York Noble President Carolyn Lewis strongly encourages young people to pursue the field. Her goal for Saturday's event was, appropriately, a noble one. People can see that it's okay to be a law enforcement officer, to be a part of the community, that we want our young people to join the forces at the organization, join the agencies, and come into the communities that they know and serve. Lieutenant Governor Delgado tied the celebration to Black History Month, stating that Black excellence has never wavered. Going back to slavery, to the three-fifths compromise, the Black codes, Jim Crow, redlining, mass incarceration, through it all, Black excellence Noble hopes to make the celebration of black excellence in law enforcement an annual event. Jasmine Singer, WXXI News. A study by Adelphi University on Long Island examines the emotional and psychological effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. The latest data set collected information on participants' responses to the pandemic and other events of 2020, including the presidential election and the Black Lives Matter movement. Professor Damian Stanley says emotions played a big part in how people view these we found that experienced emotion changed the shape and the substance of these memories. So negative emotion in particular enhanced recall, while more chronic markers like depression and PTSD predicted more blunted recall. Stanley hopes the findings can serve as a valuable resource for those looking to study the mental toll the events of 2020 had on Americans. At a concert tonight, pianist Tamra Wilcox will play music by both contemporary and historic women on unusual instruments, including some that have recently come home to SUNY Brockport. WXXI's Mona Segatola-Slami has this story. The piano, as you may know it from concert halls or perhaps at home, has a lot of relatives. Some of them are historic ancestors and others are more recent cousins. That's the sound of the toy piano, which since the 1940s has been used in classical compositions and more recently in pop songs. You're hearing it played by Tamara Wilcox. 
She's been playing piano for most of her life, and she's on the faculty in the Department of Theater and Music Studies at Brockport. Recently, she's been studying historic and unusual keyboard instruments and preparing to play them in a recital. My curiosity was piqued when I got an email uh, announcement for a toy piano composition competition. It was a uh, 100-note composition, and um, so I thought, oh, well, why not? And so I uh, got a toy piano from Facebook Marketplace, and there are some really exciting pieces written for them, actually. You know, they, you can't, they can't be perfectly in tune, so it's kind of more of a percussive uh, feel, but um, very fun and each has its own unique voice. <laughs> That's just one of the unusual keyboard instruments Wilcox has been playing. There's also the English bentside spinet, this one built years ago by a Brockport student based on an instrument from the 17th century. We had keyboard festivals that brought people from internationally with their uh, historic keyboards. They had a keyboard technology department. They taught tuning, building, restoration, and it was quite, quite a place. When you play a piano, the keys activate a mechanism that strikes the strings with hammers. In the case of the spinet and its sibling, the harpsichord, the strings are plucked instead. If you think of how a guitar player plays, or a harpist, and the strings are plucked with actually a kind of a, like a little beak that is called a plectra. We today use Delrin plastic, but long ago they would have used anything from leather to feather quills, uh, anything that's hard enough to pluck the string, and the different materials will give you a different timbre. Two of the instruments that Wilcox has been playing were built down the road from Brockport in Bergen at the piano and harpsichord shop that was run by the late John O'Connor Sr. His family has been building and maintaining keyboard instruments in the area for several generations. What we're hearing now is music by French Romantic composer Alain de Montegeroux. Wilcox is playing it on one of O'Connor's neoclassical forte pianos, donated to the school by Brockport professor emeritus Ian Henderson. Some people may also not realize that, you know, the forte piano is what Beethoven and Mozart played on and, and Chopin, and it, it does feel different. It's, it's, a, it, it's um, a little more mellow. The other thing is that they're very, very temperamental um, and very sensitive to humidity and temperature. So we have had to create a humidity-controlled room for them. And so having them on the stage here, it's, you know, a little risky. It's been worth taking that bit of risk to share the experience of these instruments with new listeners. Tamara Wilcox is having them speak with the voices of women who have written music for them through the centuries to the present day. For WXXI News, I'm Mona Segatola-Slami. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.